Law enforcement uses a taser on a man in Sims Township. How companies are keeping children from being harmed by batteries. Xavier takes the defending champs to the brink. Five on five in five, Thursday, January 11th, 2024. Kelly Fletcher, Stephen here with you once again for the podcast. And we are preparing for a whole lot from a whole bunch of systems coming our way. There are words that I want to use that I am not allowed to if I want to continue to remain gainfully employed. So we are going to talk about (laughs) the calm day today, at least for now. This This is the calm before the storm. Quiet, nothing crazy. Low to mid-40s. Honestly, kind of a heat wave, so get crazy. Uh, the recent rain in Ohio on the Ohio River should get the action stage 40 feet about 7 o'clock tonight, topping out around 47 feet on Sunday morning. So if you live in a low-lying area or your area is prone to flooding near the Ohio River, be mindful of that. Another round of rain and strong winds gets here tomorrow, arriving late in the morning commute. So... That's when things often get crazy. Please stay with us. Uh, Winds gusting 40 to 50 miles per hour again, as we've already seen with the heavy rain. That leftover rain turns to snow Friday night after 9 p.m. You should be home anyway. That's just my opinion. I also go to bed (laughs) at 9 p.m. So there's that. Yes, your world, our world ends at 9 p.m. How many children do you guys have again? (laughs) Too many. Um, Side note, remember when you used to get ready to go out at 9 p.m.? Yes, I do. Those are good old days. What was that like? Um, (laughs) Looking ahead, because if you are like me, you have looked ahead at the seven-day highs and lows. Things get wild. And by wild, I mean incredibly cold. So we are talking about a system that's moving in uh, potentially for MLK Day, most likely at some point affecting um, MLK Day. So just to be mindful of that, the timing on it is still coming into focus. But that's that second system where we are going to have highs in the teens, 20s, and lows in the single digits to around zero. Zero. I'm shivering just thinking. Yeah. Right? Right. It's, it's, that's Speaking of going out after 9 p.m., you went out without a jacket. Left like, it at home. Didn't, I didn't want to take it to the you bar. You didn't want to get lost. No. Just leave it at home and you know you got there quickly. To oh, say. oh, to be young again. Yeah. That's all right. They're they're memories and they're fond and fun memories. Yep. Okay. Let's get to the headlines because we digress per usual. But five on five in five. Let's hear our first story. I'm honestly glad you still have those memories. That's true. A couple of those nights. Oh, boy. Uh, Some breaking news out of Sims Township this morning. We got it uh, at the tail end of our six o'clock hour on WLWT. Deputies use a taser on a man who was found by a woman to be in her car. Yeah. Very scary situation for her. You know, she's the owner of a business up that direction. Now, she we spoke with us. Our Tiffany Wilson got up there, got did some incredible work and spoke to this woman right after all this happened. The woman, she was the one who called 911 after she found this man in the passenger side of her car going through her glove box. And during this exchange, the man demanded the keys from her and basically said he, he was going to kill her uh, according uh, to this victim. But she did what you're supposed to do. She gave over the keys and just got out of the way, let police handle this. And eventually this guy tried to back her car out, but there was a police cruiser behind uh, behind him. They were able to tase him, get him out of the car, take him into custody. But we spoke to the victim. She had tears in her eyes. She thought about her family in that moment because, I mean, it's 530-ish in the morning and you're dealing with all this. Just a terrible situation for her, but glad she will be okay. As far as that suspect... He has been taken off to jail, has not been identified at this time. We'll get updates throughout the day on this one. But a very scary situation. Glad it ended the way it did with the victim being safe. Our second story this morning was breaking news all throughout our evening shows last night. Ohio House Republicans have officially voted to override Governor DeWine's veto on House Bill 68. So playing out like 
was to be expected um, after Republicans made their feelings known. So the bill would ban gender-affirming care for minors and prevent male-born athletes from participating in girls' and women's sports. This vote passed 65 to 28. It now moves to the Ohio Senate for a January 24th vote. So nothing just yet as far as it being made a law. If that body overrides, it would become law in 90 days from the override. A lot of local leaders weighing in, Governor DeWine as well, saying he thinks these decisions should be made by the parents and the children uh, together. So uh, you can get the full reaction from local leaders on our website, WLWT.com. Moving on to our third story this morning. A man accused of killing a Middletown woman and leaving her body in a used car lot is expected to be sentenced today. This is a really uh, tragic story when it was uh, breaking last year when this all went down. Darnell Dollar, 33 years old, facing up to life in prison. Um, Dollar pled guilty to murder and kidnapping of Constance Reddix. She was 61 years old. Reddix was found dead inside of a vehicle back in March of 2023 in Middletown near uh, South Verity in Hanover. Her family says that she actually met Dollar at a homeless shelter, but it's unclear what actually happened that would cause him to do what he did and then leave her in that used car lot. Dollar's accused of beating her and then dragging her there. He is expected to appear at the Butler County Courthouse sometime this afternoon where we will find out what his sentence will be. Story number four this morning. The holidays are over, but those toys, they're just getting warmed up. You can hear all the banging and all the beep boops and right, all, Kelly? The, all the banging, all, all the, the winding up. <laughs> this is a podcast, so you can't see my very exhausted right. face. I actually can't see your pupils. Your eyes have rolled back into your head so far. <laughs> probably true. You know, Uncle Steven gifted us a drum, a drum mm, set. And you accepted it with open arms. I did. <laughs> and it has provided entertainment. Now that doesn't have a button battery, but a lot of stuff does. So we are talking specifically about those tiny button batteries. Think Apple AirTag size. Uh, they often go in Apple AirTag, so that keeps you uh, gives you a better idea of what we're talking about here. They're in a ton of things. Watches, if you have a running watch specifically, if you have those cards that make noise, that sing songs until they don't sing songs anymore, button batteries are in those. And if your kids are anything like mine, everything goes straight into their mouth. And honestly, I've talked to a lot of people about this. They have eight-year-old children who still put too many things in their mouth. So uh, it's a definitely concern heading into, uh, with younger kids, heading into the season of toys being everywhere as you're trying to burn that energy. So we talked with a doctor about the dangers as well as we're doing tonight a story, WLWT News 5 at 6 o'clock tonight, about how different companies are trying to dissuade kids from putting those in their mouth. Ways that they can help maybe a kid spit it out decide not to swallow it. Also, the things you can do in the interim if you figure out that your kid did swallow it. Again, always immediately contact doctor's offices and get to a hospital. But there are a couple things that you can do in the time that you're getting there that could help make the impact not too bad. So tune in tonight, WLWT News 5 at 6. Very important story. Looking forward to it. Something to look forward to as we brace for the terrible weather weekend that we are uh, bound to have. Uh, Before we get out of here, our final story today, another close matchup with a top 25 team coming into town. This time it was uh, Xavier hosting fourth-ranked UConn, also the defending champions that I honestly forgot about until I was doing some research for our preview (laughs) for the website yesterday. Shows you how into college basketball I've been. Uh, UConn won 80-75 at Centos Center last night, dropping with forcing Xavier to drop their second straight game. They are now 1-3 to start Big East play. Quincy Oliveri had another great game, led all scores with 24 points, and the Musketeers out-rebounded the Huskies by 12, but UConn shot over 50% from the floor and netted 27 fast breaks 
fast break points, what Sean Miller after the game ultimately said led to the demise of the Musketeers last night. And you can hear Miller's full comments in his post-game press conference over on our website, wwt.com slash sports. Yes, still, it's uh, January. We've got to get those uh, high-profile wins if you want to make that tournament come March. All right, that's five on five in five. That's Fletcher Kelly. I'm Stephen. We'll see you back here tomorrow.